everybody. What? Huh? Tricky, you know Hello, that you don't realize countdowns. <laughs> uh, third try. Hello, hey, everybody, and welcome to Jump Yours. What's going on right now? You, you know I hate you. We must be really lame you, to be recording a podcast when everyone else is partying at Super Bowl parties. Well, it's also... Uh, hold on. 2020. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, a a pal, palindrome? Today's a palindrome day. Did you know that? No. If you take today's date, 0202-2020, and you reverse it, it says the exact same number. Ah. How many times in our lifetime will we see that? Probably never again. Right. The next time won't be until March 3rd, 3030. Oh, yeah. None of us are surviving until then. No. Unless we start getting, like, robot parts and stuff, like... Become cyborgs or we're Kano from Mortal Kombat. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show of Yours. This is episode no, you 419. Leave the rest of that in. We just had a good conversation. Thank you for messing that up. I was gonna do you. I was gonna do you and put all that at the beginning of the show before the intro song. Okay, we'll just do that then, and this can be the intro to the regular show. That I was trying to do the intro to the song. Yeah, you, you can still show, do you it. Cut me off. You still can. What intro are we trying to do now? You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I Yield to No One, Steve, and Sid. Everybody and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 419. I'm your host, Shiki Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend. He's a show interrupter. He's Alex. Am I? Do, do I deserve that title more? Or does yield? I'm a derailer. Well, he brings the awesome and the derailment. Is I yield to no one? Hi, everybody. That's yield's adult film nickname, the derailer. The derail. Yeah. Uh, so now that I'm back, I'm just going to let you guys gentlemen know I listened to last week's show and I'm glad that you guys had fun attacking me when I was not there to defend myself. Wait, we attacked you while you weren't here? Um, oh, first of all, you Al- Alex going on a 20 on a minute speech. I was not on. So I, I didn't was not bring there it. To no, I myself. did. I did not bring it up on that uh, show. Yield said you did. No, Yield said if he did, he didn't make a big deal of it. He didn't say I did bring it up. He said if I did, I didn't make a big deal of it, and I did not bring it up. Okay, well, you made a big deal of it on Facebook this past week. Right. Right. And in the the poll that you say you won, which was uh, fake as hell, by the way. Uh, Okay, well, it was five to three, and then numerous people who said they agreed with me did not vote. Well, I I can't help the people that did not vote. But they also— Well, let's go check the— Let's go check the votes. Ready? You win. Well, right now the 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 poll stands at seven to three in favor of Alex, but we have to uh, negate some of the votes because, and I have valid reasons. Uh, if you say that Ashley can't doesn't count as a vote because she's messing with another, that's BS. I say she her vote doesn't count because she had not listened to the show. Neither did Mark, and neither did Matt, and neither did Tanner. I'll give you Homer. Yield agreed with you on the show, and I'll give you Daryl's. I'll give you Daryl's vote, even though he just voted you to troll me. Uh, Levi also agreed with me, and then Andrew also agreed with me. He did, but they did not vote. Uh, They uh, said it on the on Facebook. Anyway, Tricky, the point is, I beat you in the votes. Negative. We're tied. No, we're not. Okay. Anyway, that's how you're gonna. Okay, then Troy agreed with me in the thing. He said that. What you said was high, was unlikely and a stretch, but it not a, not impossible. You know what else is a, right? You know, I could say that I'm going to go climb Mount Everest. It's not impossible because I have all functioning legs and arms, and I'm reasonably healthy. But but, it's but I'm not also but I'm also not telling you. Uh, so it's highly unlikely and a bit of a stretch, but not impossible. So Troy, right, Troy and you're saying that it... me. 
Look, Tricky, you can uh, see you, can you just keep, this any way you want. You can keep. You're wrong. You can keep talking over me all you want. The fact of the matter is, you made it seem like what I said was impossible. No, I said and it I was did not say it was impossible. And everyone pretty much agreed with me. So you are. And also, how do you know the people voted for you? Listen to the show. Because I know the people. Oh, okay. You didn't slip them a few tens, twice. Tricky, you know what? You put up the poll, you lost. <laughs> you, you think Multiple you, you think I bought people off? Voting with me, yield himself. You think I bought people Troy off? With me. You don't have any leg to stand on. Troy so did not agree with you. Better, but you just look like a fool. Oh my! Take your L anyway, and move uh, on. All right. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, uh, the Super Bowl is going on currently as we're speaking. So I'm watching the game. Uh, so we will give you updates on the Super Bowl. Not that it really counts because this is not live. <coughs> but KC just scored a touchdown. They're up now, seven to three. Do you have? Do you have uh, somebody you would like? Would you rather see the Niners or the or Kansas City win? Uh, me personally, uh, I don't care who wins, but if I was rooting for anybody, I'm rooting for the Niners because I'm an old school Niners fan. Uh, when I became a football fan, I was back in the Montana and race days, so I was a 49ers fan, but since then I've grown up and now I'm a Giants fan. Well, more often than not, so, it seems like the stout defense is usually the thing that overcomes the high-octane offense, but, you know, Kansas City well, being the high-octane offense has kind of, you know, come in and they've they've gotten a quick lead. So we'll see. But usually defense wins out. Now, there are occasions, like I think with the, the Colts, the greatest, they won it that year. But a lot well, of times and, and, with the Buccaneers or the Ravens, the, the defense yeah. is going to be the, the crushing thing where even Trent Dilfer can win a Super Bowl ring. All right. Let's get on to the show. Our updated trophy counts. I am level 54, total trophies of 12,789 with 100 and, uh, excuse me, 231 Platinums. I have a new one. Alex? Uh, my trophies literally have not changed, so I mean, just ditto from what was said last week. <laughs> Le- level thirty-one total trophies of six thousand nine hundred twenty-four with one hundred and two platinum in one hundred and one games. I hate you, yield. Yeah. What are your trophies? Oh, yield? okay. Well, I have some platinums, some golds, some silvers, and a whole lot of bronzes. You're well-rounded, you like- yield. I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Um, so I'm a level 28 with a trophy count of 5957 and a platinum count of 93. And Sid is level 40, total trophies of 9,475 with 170 platinums. All right, so let's get into what we're playing. Uh, you start us off. What have you been playing, So buddy? I played some Rock Band 4. I've been playing some World of Warships Legends. I, I got to cut you off for a yeah. second. Did you see? Did you see the level of where we are on Rock Band Four right now? Uh, I did, as of I believe Saturday, and I was like, I was impressed. Oh, here, look at the camera now. All right, I'm looking at the camera. Uh, I, I, I don't. Where it looks like we're all the way to the right. Yes, we are at ninety nine percent. Oh wow! So I don't have to play this week then. Well, you do because something tells me tomorrow and Tuesday are going to get packed. Oh, and we're okay. Drop so so I need to check back in tomorrow or Tuesday. Okay, anyway. So Absolutely. I played some Rock Band 4, World of Warships Legends, uh, Rocket League, and I finally fired up Dragon, finally! Ball, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So. All right, Alex? Well, you yield. you have anything to add about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? So I'm, I've, what I've played so far, uh, I'm enjoying it because it's like watching the anime. Uh, I think it's going to give me fits because there's a whole lot of button combinations to fight, especially when you're in flight. And so I, uh, I will do my best to learn the different combinations to make me a more rounded fighter, but I'm afraid that I'll just end up button mashing. So I'll probably get frustrated at myself for that, but I'm not going to try to let it uh, take away my enjoyment of the game. You sound like me trying to play a fighting game. Uh, Also, the Dragon Ball Z games, you know, I know that a lot of them have not reviewed very well, but one thing you can always say about them is they look really pretty and they're very over the top. Yes, and what I've read into so far, so, yes, over the top. And they're very pretty. And the exploration is really nice. I mean, you can, I mean, 
there are certain areas they'll stop you. Well, hey, you can't go over here yet because you haven't finished the story that you're doing over here. But, I mean, you can fly all over the place, run and jump super high and dive into the water right away. So, I mean, it was it's kind of, it, it's different. Sorry, I was watching the Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> uh, Alex, what have you been playing? I've been playing the Game Awards 2019 Sports Slash Racing Game of the Year, Crash Team Racing, you know, finishing out that Rustland Grand Prix. Uh, not really a whole lot else besides, you know, my, my Pokemon Go and uh, little Saturday Night Super Smash Brothers. But, uh, yeah, as you said, Tricky, earlier, uh, maybe it was before recording, I haven't really been playing a lot new because, well... As you can see with Yield as well, with Rocket League, they keep adding new stuff to the games that we really enjoy to play. Yeah, I have that problem with Division. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you a question. You listened to last week's show. How do you feel about the uh, the comment that was made in the story with with Ubisoft? You know, they're trying to do their whole restructure of some of their creative... Um, um, or They're trying to restructure their creative... Um, Stories. Yeah, well, like just the head, their heads of creative. Um, basically, that the division was a disappointment sales-wise. Like, how do you feel about that? See, I I don't know. I don't know exactly how accurate that is because when every week they do a state of the game for the division two, and they always talk about how they uh, record-breaking numbers and stuff like that. So I don't know where that quote from came from. I don't know if that quote is coming from Ubisoft. If it's coming from investors or what, but every time I hear actual division devs talking about the game, they talk about how they're breaking records. I mean, that could also be so, you know they're the developers, and of course they want to you know speak well of their game, and it could be you know maybe like financially, like someone forecast a little bit too much, got a little bit trigger happy, and you know made a blunder by saying, oh yeah, this this is going to sell you know this much, and if it doesn't sell this much, it's a failure, or it's a you know. Because, I mean, we've had discussions about uh, Crystal Dynamics or, or Square Enix and their expectations for the new Tomb Raider games and how they kind of overshot those. And when we heard about sales data for the Tomb Raider games, we're like, what are you talking about? How is this not, like, impressing you? How is this not hitting its marks? Uh, but, no, I was just curious when I read that because I, you know, given how much press and hype that game got and just generally how much, like, fanfare it got, like, I was surprised to hear that it was looked at as a financial failure. I mean, I, I, I have... I, I love the game. Obviously, they keep adding content to it. Uh, yeah, I, I I I just don't see. It. I mean, I'm not in the boardrooms. I'm not in the, you know their financial calls and stuff like that. So I can't really speak to that. But I I don't see any problems with the game. If they want to bring like I if I had any critique for the division two, um, I would just say yeah, the story could have been just a little bit more fleshed out. But it seems like now with the DLC they're coming out with that they're starting to uh, flush that story out a little bit. All right, so, uh, and let's get into what I've been playing. What have you been playing? I have, I have, I saw you play one game. What game did you see me Ghost playing? Recon Breakpoint. Yes. Now, I know I haven't gotten to Wildlands yet. That, that, that's in my backlog. I hope to get to it this year. How the hell have you not played Wildlands Because I've been playing other stuff and haven't gotten to it yet. So, okay. so, I've heard not so good things. Uh, from I want to point game. out this was the other game that was mentioned last week as a disappointing seller for Ubisoft. Well, that was because it was buggied all hell and, and uh, broken. Yeah, that, 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 they, that's what I heard. So, for, so how much? And from what I heard, they fixed it. So, well, how much have you played? Uh, I am currently in the second mission. Okay, so you so you're still kind of in the tutorial then. Yes and no. I mean, I the 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 gloves have been taken off, but I ha they haven't really like fully unlocked everything okay. yet. Okay. So, how do you, do you feel it's still has issues or you haven't gotten to that point yet? I I haven't ran into a problem yet other than I think uh the difficulty has been ramped up a little bit in this, but I say that with only with the caveat that I think I just wandered into a zone that I should not have been in where they had overpowered enemies. Oh, so basically, if they keep you from going there yet, they're going to kick your tail. 
Right. I think that's what happened, but I'm not too sure because I actually, uh, right as that happened, I looked down and I realized that Sweet Mama D had the stream for Extra Life, so I didn't really, like, go into that. Gotcha. Uh, the one thing I will notice that, I, uh, that I've that i noticed, and I don't know if this is a, a continuing thing, is in Wildlands, um, when you were playing single player, you always have your three teammates with you. Okay. Um, unless, unless, uh, somebody joins you co-op, then that person's with you, but your other two, the two AI, uh, teammates disappear. Okay. Which I always thought was a, was a stupid feature. Because if one guy joins you, why do two leave? Um, this one so far, it seems like you don't have teammates, uh, running the missions with you. But there are teammates around you, so I don't know if I just haven't got to a point where they actually squad up with me, or because I've actually heard that you actually run this entire game solo. Gotcha. So I'm not exactly sure. I haven't gotten that far into it to say yes or no. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I'm I'm liking it so far. Uh, it, you know, with any. RPG shooter, there's a little bit of a learning curve, and that's what I'm working with right now. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Warlock's Tower. Uh, that is a rat game, but it's a, a, a nice little puzzle game. Uh, I've also been playing the Dark uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology. I just started playing that. Uh, and Lego DC Supervillains. And then I got my plat in the house of Fata Morgana. Gazoo Yes. Which technically is a Japanese visual novel, but it's not Japanese. How is it technically, but not? Because it's a visual novel. Uh, an anime visual novel, but it's all in English. So it's not Japanese. But was it made in Japan and localized for the United States? Uh, I don't know. I didn't do that much research on it. I can tell you who made it. Hold on. Uh, house. Uh, if I spell it right. It was made by... Uh, Limited Run Games. Where where are they based in? I don't know. It's made by... Uh, publishers are Magna Gamer, Fury U, Limited Run Games, and Mighty Rabbit Studios. And it came out in December 31st of 2012. Okay, well, I mean, just because it's not in Japanese, I mean, like, they do make games in Japan and then localize them for, for the U.S. So people in the U.S. can play those games and understand those games, you know, right? Uh, according to, to Google, it says The House of Phantom Morgana is a visual novel video game developed by uh, Novitech Tactical, N O V E C T A C L E. It was released for Windows and iOS uh, in 2012 and 2014 in Japan and for Microsoft Windows by Magna Gamer in 2016 internationally. So that would make it seem like, yes, it was released in Japan first for, well, PC at least. Consoles, not handhelds or mobiles. Well, it was released in 2012 and then didn't hit Japan until 2014, so that was two years later. Yeah, but where did so it give you a globally? Big... I mean, I guess it's, like, again, for, like, the home market and not necessarily for mobile. Well, it came out in 2016 internationally, so... Still started in Japan first. Just because it started on mobile doesn't mean it didn't come from Japan. It wasn't in Japan until 2014! But it came to mobile! A Japanese company could have developed it and re released it on mobile. Oh, my Lord. You're just trying to find a way. Uh, no, let me no, go to I'm Wikipedia. Just, for accuracy's sake, I'm saying that just because a game is released from mobile doesn't mean it didn't come from Japan. Uh, it came to PlayStation 4 where I got the Platinum on June 11th of last year. Okay, that still doesn't uh, tell it, us where the mobile it, versions are developed, but we may never know. I... I really don't care. I really don't care. All right, that's fine. I was just trying to clarify. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, I know. You're just trying to be a negative Nancy. Yes, because I'm rip so on, negative. Rip, rip on my Japanese visual novels that you told me that you hope I closed the locked my bedroom door last night when I was playing because you 
were treating your PlayStation 4 so rudely. I had it on the floor. Oh. Also, I didn't because I didn't want to move. No, you didn't the, have it the, on the entertainment center. You, you didn't have it on the floor. Just out uh, into the TV room to be with no. everybody else. No, no, you didn't have it on the floor. You had it on a rug. Yes, on the floor. The the car the rug also known as the floor. It's a carpet. No, the floor would be hardwood. The rug is is gonna get fibers all up Tr in your tricky, fans, and then your tricky. system's okay, gonna rug, overheat. A, a your system's gonna break down, and then you're gonna cry. A, a, a rug is just one little piece that you set down on top of a floor. Also, yield. Would you ever put your PlayStation Four on a rug? Carpet and tile upstairs, though. Uh, aside from the bathrooms, they're all carpet. Yield. Would you ever put your PlayStation Four on a carpet? Yes. I hate you. Well, because if the entertainment center is full and I'm going over to a buddy's house, it's just easier to put it on the carpet. Yeah, but you put something underneath it. At the risk of sounding directly too on negative, the um, you're just really <laughs> you're wrong a lot, Tricky. Like recently, specifically. I'm, I, now, now, now I'm are right. you saying that would I put something underneath it to keep it from, to give it more air? I, no, I'm asking you, would you put your, the PlayStation 4 directly on a rug? It's a carpet. Well, a are, we talking a rug, carpet. Or are we talking a rug or a carpet? Because there is a difference. Okay, okay, a carpet. The carpet, no. A okay. rug, yes. I put it on the carpet for an evening to play in the loft because I didn't want to move the entertainment center. I don't keep See, it there. And, and it doesn't nothing live on the that. carpet. It's usually sitting on something. All right, let's talk about our news. Uh, as of custom for the first show of the new month, we talk about the PlayStation Plus games and... Boy, oh boy, did the games come this month. Boo. Ooh, we got a boo. I thought you'd be happy about this. Well, I, are, so I already has... own one of them. Well, I was given one of them as a gift, so I, I don't need any of them. Uh, uh, Sony has revealed the uh, February's PlayStation Plus games, and they include Bioshock The Collection. Which is, a, which is really good, because you get three games out of, in that one. The Sims 4. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. And Firewall Zero Hour, which is a VR game. Which, if you have VR, that's a plus for you. I don't have VR, so I don't, I, I don't get it. You, you, you want, you want me to? Uh, I can describe Firewall Zero Hour, very, uh, very short, and will absolutely convince you to play it. Yield. No, no. But if I had VR, I'd pick it up. I don't have VR, so I'm not picking it up. Okay. Okay, but do you want me to describe it to you that makes you want to go get a VR? Okay, well, you can describe it to me and make me want to download the game, but I'm not going to go buy VR. I still think it's a gimmick. It's, it's so calm in VR. Oh, then forget it. Oh, I hate you. I wasn't a so calm fan. Oh, my Lord. And uh, this, this is good for me because now I can get the Platinum in uh, Bioshock Infinite and make Alex shut up about my trophies. No, we'll I mean, still if you, give you, if you about can, your that's trophies. a very respectable platinum. It's, you know, beating 1999 mode is no, uh, it'll cause you to sweat. It's no, uh, no easy task. Well, no, Yield, uh, Alex made the deal that if I got the platinum in either Bioshock Infinite or Vanquish, that he would never give me shit about my trophies oh, again. Oh, okay. Why, is Bioshock Infinite really hard to get? I mean, it's, I mean, it's not as hard as Vanquish, but I mean, it's, you, if for someone like Tricky, it would be infinite. I mean, it's it's a hard platinum. But for someone like Tricky, who doesn't like first person shooters and has said that it, they kind of make him sick sometimes, it's going to be even harder. No, oh. what are the odds if I were to try to tackle it? I mean, I think you could take it down. It's gonna, you know, you got to have some fortitude. You got to, you know, have some determination because I mean, nineteen ninety nine mode is the the hardest difficulty. It is it is hard, but um, you know, you can you can make it through. Just keep chugging along. Okay. I like that. Then again, I don't really know yeah. how like seasoned you are at first-person shooters, so nah, I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 like, you know, I dabble in them. All right, we have a score update in the stupid bowl. KFC has kicked KFC. KC has kicked a field goal. They're now up ten to three. <laughs> Colonel Sanders is winning. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you know how many times I said KFC when I went to go say KC? Tr tricky. I would like to All point right. out that you're updating the score in a game. That people will know the end of by the time they hear this show. Well, I already said that in the show. I said it doesn't make sense for me to keep you updated with the score, but just to give you know, because some people like to figure out exactly when we're recording. Right now. So, so if I give them an update on the game, then they can tie back and says, "Well, okay, Casey kicked the field goal at this time. That means at this time they were sitting there at their computers recording." 
Foppy. All right. Uh, next bit of story we hear. Silent Hill series getting soft reboot with two new games, a report says. Uh, this report is coming from a reliable leaker via Eurogamer. Twitter user Aesthetic Gamer was the first to drop the new report. Aesthetic Gamer, known for reliably leaking previous Capcom titles, although Silent Hill is developed and published by Konami, and divulged some details about the supposed two new Silent Hill games, according to one game will, quote, be a soft reboot of the franchise, while the other will be an episodic experience similar to Telltale or Until Dawn. Quote, in other news, I'm, while I'm dropping this stuff, I think I can also talk about this. I mentioned there are a couple new Silent Hill games in the works. Konami about two years ago reached out to various developers to pitch ideas for two Silent Hill games. One, a soft reboot of the franchise. The other, an episodic Telltale slash Until Dawn game to go alongside the reboot. I don't know anything more than that, though, and I'm sure Hope Konami was given its appropriate budget and found the right developer to make those games succeed, end quote. What do you gentlemen think? I mean, they've tried to do some interesting things with the Silent Hill franchise. I think Silent Hill 2 is still the one that people prefer more than anything. But um, Silent Hill Shattered Memories was a really cool game where, you know, you uh, basically could not fight against the enemies. You basically just had to run away and hide and find different strategies to escape. You were essentially escaping and surviving. Uh, that was always a game that intrigued me, even though I never really uh, picked it up. It was kind of always on the verge of pulling the trigger with that one. But, I mean, like Silent Hill, they've tried to reinvent that series. It does have quite a following. It's a very uh, beloved survival horror game, you know, very well thought of, so... Uh, I mean, for them to, you know, try to pump new life into it is, is only a good thing. And I think that people would actually like to see the franchise back at, you know, its strongest yet again. Yield? I'm, I'm not a horror person, so, I mean, I, I don't get the soft reboot, but... Okay. Alright, let's move on to our last bit of news before our topic of the week. Uh, do either one of you guys have Final Fantasy VII pre-ordered? No. Uh, did you have it pre-ordered and have Square Enix cancel your pre-order? No. I know somebody who's going to get it, but they're waiting for it all to come out, not as the episode's release. You are killing my segment. I know I am, but you should have known that when you started this. I watched my stepmother play it through the original game when I was younger, and that's, you know... I'm not. I'm All the times you guys give me shit about my segues, and I'm actually working in a good one, and Yul just says, no, fuck that, kill it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, we can't really, like, if we don't have the game pre like, you're setting us up, and you know that neither one of us have it pre-ordered. We can't lie and just be, like, feed into the into the segue just because. Yeah, you gotta give us a heads up on it. I, I, well, I mean, maybe I could have been can, like, you know, oh, why, well, yes. You can craft the segue so that, you know, we can lean into it, but also be honest about it. You Don't ask us, do you have it pre-ordered? And, like, knowing full well that I don't, and Yield doesn't. Well, that's that's why I asked the second question. Did you have it pre-ordered and have Square Enix cancel it on you? I mean, this, this anyway, is where we need Homer uh, on the show, at least this episode, because I guarantee Yield, he's the person you're talking about. All right. Uh, anyway, touchdown 49ers tie game. All right. So now that they destroyed my segue, if you pre-ordered Final Fantasy Remake or the Collector's Edition directly from Square Enix, you'll need to reconfirm your order or else Square Enix will cancel it. Square Enix announced it, the news in a statement on its official Facebook page. The company said that because of Final Fantasy VII Remake delay, it has instituted a new policy that requires customers who pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII Remake directly from Square Enix to reconfirm their orders. Quote, due to the release change to April 10th, you must opt in by February 28th for your order or not for your order or not to be canceled. To confirm your order, please check the email from Square Enix on this topic, then click the link in the email to take into a webpage to opt in. If you've previously pre-ordered any version of Final Fantasy VII Remake from Square Enix, you'll have to until the end of February to keep your order. Otherwise, Square Enix will automatically cancel your order, and the company says it will, quote, not be able to reinstate your pre-order based on limited quantities available, end quote. Orders from other retailers should be unaffected. 
That's really weird that they're doing that. Are you sure you want to buy it? Are you sure? You would think that they would question the other retailers, not from directly the store, saying, hey, if you want our game, make sure you tell us you still want our game. Oh, that's really weird to me. So, Homer, I don't know how you pre-ordered the game, but make sure you still have it. Well, also, All I right, mean, so... a lot of people deal in strictly digital goods these days that they would have plenty of you know pre-order things, unless it's like statues or stuff like that. I didn't. I don't get the whole limited I, quantities thing. I I don't know either. All right, so let's get into our topic of the week now. Uh, me, Yield, and Alice kind of discussed this before because we've kind of touched on this already. But I'm going to use a list from IGN that's for the video game release dates for 2020, and you know every month at the start of the month, like we do with the PlayStation Plus games. We're going to announce what's coming out this month and what's going to come out next month. And, you know, just tell you, like, if we're interested in it, if we're, you know, something's, you know, piqued our interest or, you know, something that may have not been in our radar last month is now on our radar. So uh, I'm going to go through the February games and you guys tell me uh, if you guys are interested in trying it out. Life is Strange 2. Uh, I need to play... The first one, but I'll probably pick it up. That's for the physical release because the digitals has, has been out for a while. Correct. I, uh, Alex? I mean, I, I enjoyed the first game, um, but I this is not really one that I'm planning to pick up. All right. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. I will probably pick it up at some point. I am still working my way through my Rebellion games. Now this is sniper. This is just a zombie version of Sniper Elite, right? In, in a sense, yes, it, it, that's what it is. I mean, they, you know, they've got the Zombie Army trilogy. This, I believe, this is a sequel to the Zombie Army trilogy. Okay. There's, a, I'm a bit uh, zombied out, so yeah, anything that's, hey, zombies, I'm, you know, hey, if it's if it's something for you, good on you. But me, I just kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit tired of zombies by this point. Speaking of which, uh, I didn't put it in the uh, in the agenda, but apparently there's a new Walking Dead game out. There is. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I I was I saw it on IGN. Uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Hmm. Does it? What type of a game is it, and who made it? Uh, it's. Well, hold on. This is uh, hold on. Walking Dead. Let me actually Google the actual game. Saints and Sinners PS4. There we go. Uh, God, I hate when things just. Hey, hey, can we take your cookies? Um. This is why I should have put Sky Dance Interactive. Okay, those are the ones that finished uh, the Telltale Walking Dead game. No, that that's Skybound. Oh, okay. I see where I made my mistake. <laughs> uh, so and apparently uh, IGN gave it a nine point must be good. And my dog is doing her weekly let's drink out of the water while Tricky's recording. Well, I mean, to be fair, that dog deserves some water. Why don't you put the bowl not where it's near your computer during recording time? Because it's in the kitchen. It's a whole room away, but yet this dog likes to slobber up the water. Well, yeah, because pigs right, have let's... jowls. I've got a pity at home, and they've got big old jowls. They can't help it. And dogs, you know, dogs have, they don't have opposable thumbs, so she can't pick up a cup and drink it. Well, she should. Let damn that it. dog get some water. Uh, Don't you dare talk poorly about. I, no, she, she. No, no, no. I don't care that she's getting water. What I care about is she always times it for when I'm recording. Even though dogs have no All concept right. of podcaster time. Oh, she knows. She does it on purpose. Uh the next game is the Unicorn Princess. Never heard of it. Never heard of it either. I'm googling it right now. Uh, explore the world on horseback and help the inhabitants of your village. Befriend Unica 
the unicorn, and trying to save the dream world. I mean, I guess I'm as intrigued about that game as I am about the Walking Dead game you just talked about. All right, the next one is Yakuza 5. That'll turn some heads. Also, also coming out on the same exact day, Yakuza Remastered Collection. Now, see, that's the one that I'm kind of interested in. Not that I'll buy it day one, but something I'll keep my eye on. I've always kind of wanted to play the Yakuza games, and I picked up... What was the one we got for free? Kai, Kaiami? Kawami. Kawami, Kawami Zero. So I, I picked up Kawami Zero for Plus, and I have that, but um, you get all... All three, you get a three-game bundle um, of the... Is it uh, is it three or is it four? I think it's three. It's three, four, and five are the Yakuza games. Five... What about one and two? I don't know. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to Google. I believe those are in. different because they say finish the... Uh, you finish the dragon storyline. So I believe that must be three, four, and five. I don't know, I've never played a Yakuza game, so I don't know if it's the same story throughout five games or if they changed. Uh, the English scripts from each game have re- reviewed, revised, and rewritten. In some cases, the content previously cut from the Western releases of Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 have been re-added in the Yakuza Remastered Collection. The Day 1 edition contains Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 on two discs in a striking red collectible case. Yeah, it's 3, 4, and 5. You were absolutely correct, sir. Okay. I, I I just assumed it was all the games. But, wait, wait, that doesn't really make sense. What doesn't make sense? Yakuza 5 is coming out on the same day as the collection. So why would somebody buy Yakuza 5 when they could just buy the collection and get two other games for the same price? Uh, maybe, maybe people, maybe Yakuza fans have already been following the series, and all they want is five. I don't know. No. All right. Uh, the next game on the list, which I am interested in, is Darksiders Genesis. Mm, pass. Didn't you say this was like okay. a multiplayer-style game and much different than the other Darksiders? This is top-down. All four horsemen are involved. Uh, think of it as Diablo. I mean, I, I'm... I like the idea, but also I've kind of given up on the Darksiders franchise. Well, I'm sure this is uh, a little bit. I mean, I'll play it and I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what it is. I I don't. I really don't think this is going to be the same as the other Darksiders. So uh, you know, I'll play it and you know because I have it pre-ordered. So I have the collector's edition pre-ordered. This is the way of course, you the do. Fourth Horseman into the series. I, I, I've asked this before, probably, but does that mean we're not getting another Darksiders action adventure game? I do not know. I see because the original. I, I going back to the stories of when uh, Darksiders One came out. They said that the whole the whole plan was to come out with each game for each horseman, and then a fifth game that includes all four of them. Yeah, but also this that is just was, jumping I mean, the That was THQ. This is now THQ Nordic. Of course, it's not the same company because THQ went out of business, and THQ Nordic is now the the rising from the ashes of that. But it's, it's not the same company, so obviously the plans have changed. And from what I have heard, or what I read, what my sponge brain has absorbed, is that Darksiders 3 didn't sell that well. So this may be I, it, a change, it did of not. course, because they see the writing on the wall, is that Darksiders 1 was lauded, and then ever since then, it's kind of the opinion of the series, especially since after THQ went under, has kind of gone downhill. Well, the only reason I'd reboot your uh, rebook the only, the only rebuttal to your statement that I'll make is that I I don't think Genesis was made in relation to Darksiders three sales because obviously this game would have had to been in development before Darksiders three was released. So I I don't think this is a direct correlation to the sales of Darksiders three. Well, did Darksiders three come out in two thousand eighteen? Came out last year, I believe. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Darksiders 3. Uh, uh, okay, it came out in November of 18. So I think that they would have had plenty of time after release of that to build this game. Because we're think, now, go. I mean, we're a year and almost three months after that. You think they made Genesis in a year? Games come out on two-year cycles, no- and even some games come out in one year. I mean, 
It's more so a thing you saw in the days of the place of the play, the original PlayStation, PlayStation Two. But I mean, I think they could have a build on this game. Uh, well, it's coming out this month. I mean, I don't know, but it, I think they could. It, it's possible, but I, I don't think so. I think this. I think uh, Genesis was in development long before three came out. I'm just saying, like that is a very strange change of course once you made Darksiders three, and to have all like the negativity surrounding that, or just kind of the meh surrounding it for them to go to this like do you really think they said hey we're gonna bet on two different games we'll start one in development you know shortly before the other one releases it seems more logical that they saw how dark Souls 3 was received and they made changes in the way the franchise was going in response to that could be wrong though all right uh next game on the list dreams I played nope. it when it was. Oh. Go ahead, I thought Alex. this game had come out already. It, well, no, it's it early release came out. It's officially coming out the fourteenth. Well, no, for like until Yield and I talked about Dreams, or we brought it up on the show within the last you know two or three months, I had thought it already come out, or I'd forgotten about it completely. Yield. I played it when it was in uh, early access. I enjoyed some of the things that people had put in it, but I'm not rushing out to buy it myself. You, uh, I, it's ironic that we're talking about this. Well, I don't know if ironic is the word. It's coincidence that we're talking about this because remember the past couple of weeks we had the uh, PlayStation 5 uh, concept videos? Yeah. Those were made in dreams. Oh, Wow. Well, they were looking to take to allow people to basically use Dreams as a portfolio and take that their creations elsewhere. Well, true, but we looked at that as that was like a computer-generated video. That was made inside of Dreams. See, that's the kind so of that thing... that just like, shows you how good that game is. It's such powerful tech. I mean, personally, Little Big Planet kind of turned me off. Like, I, I think it's a really great game, and I, I think it did a lot to push forward the industry. But for me, like, given that much control and that much of having me have to do that much in world building, like, I know they had, like, a single player you could go through that was kind of built up for you. But giving me so much, like, it kind of turned me off. And I feel like having such in-depth tools and, and you know, I feel like it's going to reach a smaller audience than maybe they uh, intend. All right. Uh, let's move on here. Uh, Street Fighter Five Championship Edition. No. I can say I can sell Alex's no. Warriors. No, I, mean, I, I, I like the Street Fighter series, but in general, like any fighting game, like I just I gave up on fighting games a long time ago because I'm not willing to put in the time and the effort to learn combos and to become actually good at the game. So I like I'm not going to use I'm not going to maximize the potential. So I've just kind of like, hey, you know, the fighting game community like it's thriving, it's very strong. And if they want to play these games, hey, great. Like I have a great love for the Street Fighter series as a whole, uh, but you know, it's it. I I just don't like to play fighting games anymore. I just saw Ric Flair in a salsa commercial. Well, they're not going to okay. let him wrestle anymore in past 70, so making money somehow. Uh, next, next game, Warriors Oroshi 4 Ultimate. Oroshi? Is that Oroshi? Gesundheit. Uh, okay, next game, Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle. I know no, Tricky's picking that one up. Yes, because I'm going to Platinum Vanquish. Well, in a roundabout way. We mean in a roundabout way. Well, you're you're going to platinum it, but you're actually not going to platinum just straight vanquish because you have to play both games to get the platinum. Is that is that the is that the deal? I don't know. Isn't that what we came across? I'll, I'll give you a heads actually... up on this. Uh, Bayonet is a really hard platinum too. Well, okay, we'll get to the trophy list. Uh, Yield, what I think you referred to is the question I said, if we had, like, if there's one Platinum for the bundle, uh, the question I asked was, can I get all the trophies for Vanquish, and that count as me getting the Platinum, as far as me and uh, Alice's bet. Oh, okay. Uh, the next game is Hunt Showdown. I don't even know what that is. That sounds like a game, uh, and I'm sure someone would love to play it. I'm Googling it right now. 
Uh, Hunt Showdown is a competitive first-person PvP bounty hunting game with heavy PvE elements set in the darkest corners of the world. Hunt. Uh, hold on. They just cut off the description. Uh, it's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Actually, it looks pretty good. Uh, I don't want to see that. Uh, game. Ah, oh, now I can't find the description. Uh, it's basically a, a first-person uh, PvP, PvE game. So. Alright. Next game. Under Night in Birth XE colon late CI hyphen R. I'm hitting the Google. Because both of your silences. Yeah, speaking I, I volumes. Never, never. Speaking, speaking volumes. I had to reread that. I'm like, what did you? It's not like you just said a bunch of initials. <laughs> uh, okay, it's a visual novel and 2D fighting game developed by Echo Software and French Bread, known for the licensed fighting game Type Moon's Melty Blood series. Oh, well, that's right up your alley. Visual novel. No, it's a 2D fighting game. Oh. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, this one might get uh, Alice's juices going. Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection. I do love me some Mega Man, but I don't think I'm picking that one up. I hadn't even picked up the first Mega Man Collection, so if I did pick it up, I'd have it would be third on my list because I still got Mega Man and Mega Man X to get. What if I told you, Alex, that it's only going to cost you $30? I'm not super familiar with those offshoots of Mega Man, so I would have to go look at some video or some screenshots of it first before I uh, committed to it. But, uh, I mean, you've kind of got my foot in the door already with Mega Man. <laughs> Just a little bit. You, you pique my interest anytime you bring up that name. All right, the next game is Real Heroes Firefighter. Uh, no. I'm Googling. Uh, Real Heroes Firefighter is a first-person shooter video game for the Wii. For the Wii. Okay. Uh, developed by... The, this can't be the same game. Uh... It's a first-person shooter video game, uh, where you are playing as a firefighter. Uh, it can't be too long of a game because uh, the walkthrough video is only two and a half hours long. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on, you yeah. Know, the, you know, it's it's nice that you get to play as a true hero, you know, like like a firefighter. Firefighters don't get enough praise, you know, as far as video games go. You'll play as a superhero, you'll, you'll play as somebody in a cape, but hey, firefighters are actual real human heroes, so why not play as one in a game? Next game is Two Point Hospital. Two Point Hospital is a 2018 business simulation game developed by Two Point Studios. There you go. It's a business sim. I mean, hey, yeah. we already have Farming Simulator. What? That, that's the only business simulator we need. Yeah, he's right. Next game, next, next game is A.O. Tennis. A.O. No. I'm assuming this is a just a tennis game. Uh, I, that would probably be a safe that's assumption. A, that's, a, that's a pretty good stab in the dark there, Tricky. What what told you that? Uh, okay, it's Australian Open Tennis. I was trying to figure out what the AO was Still for. tennis. Still tennis. Yes. Uh, the next game is One Man Punch, A Hero Nobody Knows. Well, they got that right. Are, you don't know One Punch Man? I've heard of it. I don't know it. As Wait, am I, is it my thing right? Is it One Punch Man? Yes, I, One Punch Man. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of the... A uh, One Piece is what I'm thinking of. But uh, I, I am familiar with One Punch Man. I've never seen it, but I, I know who it is. Uh, one Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, is an upcoming fighting game developed by uh, Spike Chernsoft and published by Bandai Namco. Uh, it's based on the Magnus series One Punch Man, and it will be released... Uh, on the 27th. Alright. And the last game coming out in February is Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14. Sorry, it took me a second. It was Roman numerals. No. Uh, 
and this Google is coming up saying it is the it's the fourteenth installment in the romance of the three three kingdoms strategy game series by yeah there you go. Uh, it says it was released on Fe January 16, 2020 for the PlayStation 4. It must have got delayed. All right. So we're not going to go too far into uh, March because we'll readjust this in March. But for March, the, the games are Disaster Report 4, Yuda uh, Weramano, U-T-A-W-A-R-E-R-U-M-O-N-O. Uh, La La Mulana one and two. You all right? My, <laughs> I'm trying to read these. Okay. <laughs> My heroes one justice two, Noah two, oh uh, Neo two. Sorry, MLB the Show twenty, Doom Eternal and Persona Five Royal. So, we'll address those games in March when we get there. All right, gentlemen, let's close out the show with some housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up. Uh, you listen to the podcast, we really appreciate it. Go listen to our other podcasts, PG, Spoilers, and Game Stuff. All of the podcasts can now be found on all of the services. Uh, but I do want to mention, even though I put out a separate message about this, but if you had not listened to it yet, this is what I had to do to get everybody uh, back on the services. Um, to be quite frank, the RSS feeds on the new on the new server are fucked. I cannot fix them. So I'm trying to find solutions. So in the meantime, all PG shows are going to come out on all podcast feeds. That means on the Trophy Wars feed, you're going to get Game Stuff and PG Spoilers as well. On the PG Spoilers feed, you're going to get Trophy Wars and Game Stuff as well. On the Game Stuff feed, you're going to get Trophy Wars and PG Spoilers as well. This is going to happen for a while, probably a couple months. Just giving you guys a heads up. But all of the podcasts can now be found on all the services because, hey, there's no separation. That includes Apple Podcasts. That includes Google Play. That includes Stitcher. Your various podcast applications on your smart devices. Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I expect a little celebration from you guys. Woo! Yay! Thank you, Tricky, for fixing this. Good job, Tricky. You're the man. Uh, PlayStation 4 communities. Yield, you did not update the dock. I didn't? No. We had a name change to one of the PlayStation 4 communities. We did, Ice, and I saw what you did there. <laughs> it's slick, huh? Yeah, that, that actually was slick. I, I'll give you props for that one. <laughs> uh, the PlayStation 4 communities. There's one for the site called Proving Gamer. There's Yield's group called the Platinum Guild, which, uh, Yield, you are s still behind on your shoutouts. Yes, I am. There, look, I fixed it. <laughs> and you'll... Or Alex, do you want to tell uh, our listeners the name of our of the the new name of the podcast group? I don't want to take that joy away from you, Tricky. Oh, you son of a bitch! Well, why you got to be uh, like that? Who, me or him? You. What do you mean me? Well, why? Why has it got to be a son of a bitch? Because he said he just didn't want to do it, so he just turned it back on me. Said it sounded so gracious. Oh, okay. I thought it was actually a nice thing to do. No, it's, it was, but he just didn't want to do it. Uh, the T-Dubs Brothel is now called the Trophy VV Horse. No, it's called the Trophy Horse. Well, if somebody was to search for it, they actually need to know. All right, it's called Trophy Horse Podcast, but the W in horse is actually two Vs. So we got we got the PlayStation Network to say horse. We did. Well, you well did. we didn't. I did. But I thought that was pretty ingenious. That was. I, I give you props for that one. Right, but I also kicked myself in the ass and not thinking about that sooner. <laughs> well, you'll have that in these big time the, That was operations. a simple solution. That was a simple solution. I can't believe I didn't think of it. All right. Our sponsors. Uh, Alex, tell us about Extra Life. Extra Life is an annual charity event run to benefit the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. If you want more information or you want to sign up early for 2020, you can go to extra-life.org to sign up. Uh, you can sign up to play as part of a team. You can create your own team or you can play solo. 
Uh, from there, you uh, pick a Children's Miracle Network hospital to represent, and you um, collect donations for your 24-hour marathon. Uh, friends, family, coworkers, whoever would like to donate. Um, yeah, it's as simple as that. And, you know, you prepare for in November whenever we uh, everyone plays for 24 hours in support of the uh, Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Uh, the motto for Extra Life is play games, uh, heal kids. It's the ultimate win-win situation that anyone could have ever received, ever conceived in the history of the Earth. All right. And would you gentlemen like to know the updated count of how much money was raised in 2019? I'm guessing 14 million. Fourteen and a half. Fourteen point one. Ooh, it's a lot of money. Every every year it breaks the record, and I'm surprised that I, I I'm not surprised that it did it, but it just never stops making me feel like, hey, we we did never this. ceases to amaze. There you go. That's the words. Uh, also, uh, Ronald Reynolds is apparently getting involved with Extra Life this year. Really? So. Yep. Uh, he is. Let's see. Uh, he is auctioning off the most questionable sweater to the fundraiser to help uh, hospitalized children at Sick Kids Foundation. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, good for Ryan right, Reynolds so, for uh, doing some good for the world. Uh, Alrighty, uh, yield. Yes. Tell us about Humble Bundle. So, Humble Bundle has a bundle of games, books, sometimes console games, mainly Steam games. But uh, you can go there and you can pay any amount that you want towards this bundle. The more you pay, the more you get. And you can divert. You can say where you want uh, your payment for them games to go because Humble Bundle's hooked with different kinds of charities. So a lot of the bundles are connected to certain groups of charities and you can all put it all 100% towards one charity, split it up however you want, or yada yada. And we have a link through us, through them. I think I kind of covered most of it. Maybe kind of vaguely. All right. So, Yield, do you want to hear about the Humble Sweet Farm Bundle, or do you want to hear about the Humble Europea Universis 4 Bundle? Let's go with the Sweet Farm Bundle. Sweet Farm Bundle includes seven games at a $92 value. If you pay just $1, you're going to get Niche, Magicat, and Evergarden. If you pay an average of $8.25 more or more, you're going to get uh, Equal Knox, Ultimate Chicken Horse, and Samoa Roast 3. And if you pay $10 or more, you get everything I said plus Stardew Valley. So there you go. There you go. Alright, I'm going to tell you about our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Proving Gamer. There are many tiers you can support us at. Uh, the tier for Tricky Thoughts has been uh, added. Uh, if you want to uh, hear Tricky Thoughts, that's the only way you're going to be able to hear it. Uh, the first episode is going to be released for the general public just to give you guys a taste. Just a taste. Like I, I'm like a crack dealer. I just give you a free sample. Get you hooked. Um, yeah. And no matter what uh, tier you decide to support us at, know that it is greatly appreciated. And these shows could not go on without our Patreon producers, Felicia Steph and CJ Anderson. Uh, you know, I'm going to throw it back to you. Tell us about Amazon. So everybody does their shopping at Amazon. You always buy something, whether it's everything or just a little bit. So if you go to provengamer.com, on the side of the screen, there will be a link to to Amazon. So you click that link, since you're right on over to Amazon, you can do your shopping as you normally would, and a proceeds from your purchases gets kicked back to Proven Gamer to help keep the lights on. All right, so that is going to bring us to the end of the show, but we can't close out the show without doing some shout-outs. Uh, Yield, go first. Shout-out to Tricky and Alex for showing up and recording this week. A shout-out to 
everybody out there in podcast land for downloading and listening. And a shout out to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot because I'm enjoying my trip down memory lane, even though it's going to kick my butt. All right, Alex. Give a shout out to the listeners, the fuel to the fire that is trophy horse. Thank you all for your continued support of the show. We know your time is very valuable, and we greatly appreciate the fact that you choose to spend some time with us every single week. Uh, give a shout out to Tricky and Yield for recording here tonight. And uh, lastly, give a shout out to my awesome girlfriend, Ashley. Honey, I love you. And uh, I look forward to all of our continued adventures throughout life. All right, and I want to give a shout out to Sweet Mama Doo. D, who is currently behind me trying to act like she's not in, uh, she's in bed, but she can't, because I can see her feet walking through the camera. She's trying to pretend like she's asleep, but she's hiding. She's right there. Uh, see, you heard her. She just gave herself up. Oh, excuse me. The goddess just told me she let her stay up. Uh, so that means I'm going to have to go give the, the goddess a stern talking to and it allowed my daughter to break the rules. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Uh, shout out to... Uh, well, no. She doesn't get a shout out this week. She gets a twerp you to the goddess. For breaking the rules. Taking advantage of the tricky because he's on breaking podcast. Breaking the law. Recording. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Shout out to Shakira who's doing a halftime show and still has Oh, it. I thought you were giving a shout out to Sekiro for uh, all the war- the game... Er- the awards that it won a game award at the Game Awards last year. Uh, and shout out to Drew McIntyre for finally getting his title shot at WrestleMania. Who's he? Who did he pick to fight? I saw that he won the Rumble, but I did not see that. Uh, I didn't see who he picked to fight. He so far he has chosen Brock Lesnar. I mean, they kind of set that storyline up. I feel like the first half of that Rumble was just setting up that storyline, so it would have been a oh, huge absolutely. disappointment to go any other way. Uh and. Right now, Charlotte won the the Women's Royal Rumble, and it's rumored that she is going to fight uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, I expected Rhea, and Yield and I talked about this before last week's show, but I expected Rhea Ripley to be the final entrant or one of the final entrants in the Women's Rumble and win it so that she could challenge Becky Lynch or, you know, one of the, the women. I mean, because you think about it, WrestleMania, the NXT Women's Champion versus the WWE Champion, like Women's Champion, like that's huge press for NXT, especially after they jobbed out all the NXT people on the Royal, at the Royal Rumble. Well, I think I think having Charlotte win and challenging NXT legitimizes NXT as an equal brand because it's not going to be seen as Charlotte taking a step down to fight. Where if Rhea Ripley was to fight one of the champions, it would kind of look like she's stepping up to the division. Where Charlotte has the power and the mystique to say, I want to challenge for a belt and the NXT championship belt is just as powerful and in, you know, meaningful as the other ones. So I think if they did it in reverse, it would actually backfire on the message they're trying to say. Well, I mean, also with Charlotte winning, I feel like you know they had the big show win the Andre Memorial or the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal WrestleMania one year because, well, you know, he's very much like Andre, and they obviously want had to have him in the record books as a winner of it. I think that you know having Becky and Asuka win the first two, and then having Charlotte win, they they want Charlotte to win the Women's Rumble at some point, and they're just like, hey, she's healthy, we can do it now, and we can set up a storyline on NXT. It just made sense, so I feel like they wanted Charlotte to win simply because they want her name in the record book as a Rumble winner. Because I mean, it does it does more for her legacy, and it does more for the legacy of the Women's Rumble too. No, I I absolutely agree, but I'm thinking as far as who she challenges, I, I don't want to see Charlotte and Becky again. We, we've seen that. Uh, I don't want to see uh, Charlotte and uh, Bailey. So I mean, legitimize. Let's legitimize the NXT Championship belt because uh, even wrestling has now turned it to. They're no longer calling it the Women's Champion. She is just now the NXT Champion, and they're doing that in all the divisions. Becky Lynch is no longer the Raw Women's Champion. She is the Raw Champion. She so. is the man. She, she is, is the, the man. man. About time. You know, honestly, they really sh- like shit the bed with her character for the longest time or with, like, you know, they didn't showcase her in the ways they should. They're finally doing it now. So, uh, finally, good for WB. They do screw up quite a bit with the uh, their talent and don't push the people they should. But, you know, they're pushing Drew McIntyre. Becky's where she should be. Bray Wyatt's as dominant as he should be. They're making Daniel Bryan chase him a little bit. They're doing a lot better 
than, you know, just trying to shove Roman Reigns down our throats. All right, with that being said, shout out to the listeners. And if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later. Bye. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. <laughs>